what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange on the Mesh Podcast Network, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show, how do you start a service business and make yourself stand out? Maybe starting with Samurai Swords, or on today's podcast, we have Pete Napier, founder of the Samurai Institute in Hickory, North Carolina, and he'll let you know how he got his business started and we'll ask him whether he can kill you with one hand. We'll also have our Small Business of the Month feature, where we'll recommend some interesting businesses that you should be checking out. My name is Jeff Newval. I'm your co-host and director of the Manufacturing Solutions Center in Conover, North Carolina. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller, who is Executive Dean of Economic Development and Corporate Education at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. Gary, how's it going today? It's going great. Beautiful day. This is a great month for us at the college. We had our graduation, graduated a record number of students coming out of COVID. Uh, it, was, it was fantastic. And of course, SkillsUSA is on the horizon, the nationals, and so we're excited about that. Well, you did a great job with the state competition. You had uh, how many medals did you win at the state competition? We set a record winning 14 gold medals, and then 57 students uh, received medals at the competition. Well, congratulations to you. And your alma mater, Wake Forest University, has the top-ranked college baseball team in the country. It's amazing. First time ever. They've won a national championship. It's the first time they've been ranked number one in the country. We lost a couple pitchers coming down the stretch, but we're certainly still proud of them. Well, well we, we wish the Wake Forest team luck, and I, I, I hate to say it. My, I don't even know if my Carolina Tar Heels are still playing. I think they're in it, yes, too. Okay. I think well, they're good. also in it. Well, and they finished third in the country in golf, men's golf last week. Wake Forest? No, Carolina. Oh, see, well, you're but more up to speed. By the way, I. the Wake Forest women did win the national championship oh, two weeks ago. All right. Well, I'm good good times for the ACC. Sports. Yes, our, our listeners really are enthralled with that. Uh, so I know hopefully, they are. hopefully they're, they're uh, who's they're, Wake Forest? They're still with <laughs> us. Uh, but uh, uh, let's welcome our guest, uh, Pete Napier, who. I, I, you know, I'm giving some grief to, you know, I don't think that you kill people with one hand. I don't think you actually have samurai swords, or maybe you do. Well, by the way, that worried me a little bit before okay. I started talking. Well, to uh, uh, well, we do have samurai swords. But you don't use them on your, your clients unless they don't pay? Not the first class. Uh, no. Uh, we do train with swords. Uh, our, our art is all samurai-based art, and it involves swords, so... Uh, yeah, there are a few swords in the in the school. Okay, okay, but but basically, the Samurai <laughs> Institute, Institute does martial arts training, and that's the business that you have started. Exactly, and uh, we don't teach a violent type of martial art. Our our martial art, our core martial art, is called Aikido, and it's the art of peace. And we defend ourselves in a way that nobody gets hurt. The attacker doesn't get hurt. You don't get hurt. Everybody goes home happy. Uh, the Samurai Institute is, uh, uh, we started it in 2022, but it took a little bit of planning before that. Well, I'm, and I'm, I'm, you know, in any good business, 
does require some planning and and but you might have started this business in 2022 but you've been involved with the martial arts for a long period of time and and you know in in our interactions i mean it seems like you a big focus of yours has been on I, I'm going to say bullying, sort of anti-bullying. Yeah, right. Correct. yeah <laughs> you're not absolutely. teaching people how to bully, right? Uh, we 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 do have a very structured anti-bullying curriculum that we teach kids how twelve alternatives to violence that doesn't uh, it teaches them to de-escalate the problem, re- resolve the conflict in a peaceful way. But if it gets to a physical level. They have the tools and the skills to be able to put the person down on the ground and get away and get safe. And it's not about hitting and punching and fighting. It's about getting yeah. safe. And that's what we do. We teach that. Well, how, how did you get into the martial arts and what sort of training have you had? Well, my dad was a character. And he, at my uh, very young age of 10, he decided, and I was a very small kid. I got picked on a lot when I was a kid. And uh, um, he threw me in inside of a karate school right down here in Beaumont um, in 1969 and, and sat there in the lobby and watched me get beat up for two years. <laughs> And, you know, basically, they uh, I learned a lot there. They taught me how to fight. They taught me how to block more than anything. Mm-hmm. But then that, that was the beginning. And then in 1974, I met a guy, and he started me in what we call Aikido arts, or Aikido in particular. Aikido arts are uh, a little bit more blending rather than blocking. Okay, we use the energy. We can... We, um, counter the attack by using the energy in the attack to neutralize it so uh i started that in 74 got lucky after i got out of the army um and met a a trained with some other people over the years but then in about 95 i believe 94 95 i got lucky and met a man in california that taught me the Japanese sword and evolved what I do now into what we what we what I knew then into what we do now. So it's been kind of an evolution, but it's been fifty four years, and I've learned a lot. Uh, I've made a lot of mistakes, <laughs> <laughs> and, but of course you learn from those mistakes. And uh, but that's kind of the, the gist of it. And I've been in Ikea arts ever since and just uh, concentrate mainly on that kind of thing. Now, now, if one goes to your website and looks at uh, looks around a little bit, it says that you've earned the rank of 8th Dan Aikibudo, yeah. which I, I might a- not be saying correctly, but what is that? You're close. Okay. Uh, eighth Dawn Aikibudo. Okay. Um, and now try that. I'll, I'll, we'll, <laughs> well, let Pete, here, we'll let real, Pete do it. Here's okay. a real tongue twister for you. Our art, our whole art is called Bushinru Masakatsu Ha Aikibuke. I'm not going to try that. <laughs> uh, I think he cussed it. Uh, well, <laughs> if we did it in Japanese, that's quite <laughs> that's all right. right. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, um, Aikibudo is a, a kind of a broad term. Uh, Budo is a, a term that is used for the, the study or the path of war. Bu in Japanese means war, and Do means way or path or way of life. And it's really the study of strategy, war, everything involved with combat. 
Aiki takes it to another level that incorporates um, the blending and the, the cooperation, the, the uh, use of energy. And that's, Aiki is a hard term to translate into English because it means so many different things in Japanese. But the, the way in our context, it's basically the blend energy and the blend with one self and others. Okay. Well, well, obviously here on our podcast, we're we're interested about uh, uh, you know how you started the business and what sort of planning you did and what sort of obstacles that you ran into. So, so you know what were what were the biggest challenges for you to get your business up and running and and what sort of planning did you go through? Well, that's a great question, and it, and it was a, a, a journey, I should say. Um, I drove, I was coming to Hickory. I, I used to live in Taylorsville. I was coming to Hickory one day, and I happened to look at a building. Just turned my head and glanced at the building and thought, oh, that'd make a nice little school. And it was for rent, and I happened to come back through there, stopped, got the number, called about it, and the thought started. And I began this with a thought and a dream, and that was it. I had no money. No friends, no students, no nothing. I began with absolutely nothing, okay? Now, when I did this, I thought, okay, I'm going to put together a business plan. So I got to work, Couple took me a couple of weeks to put it together. And, of course, as you saw my business plan, I made a couple of major mistakes, okay, in the market, uh, but it was a decimal point. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Like, Those decimal okay. points will, get, will yeah. bite you. Right. And no. really what it was, I left out the decimal point, and it was like a whole, it, it put, put it in a whole other perspective. But <laughs> I did the business plan, and I started talking to a couple of investors, or a couple of investment companies. Mm-hmm. Had one up in Asheville that was really interested. And then my ex-wife jumped in. <laughs> and that was, uh, we had, uh, she, we went into this litigation and the deal with the business investors, you couldn't be in any kind of litigation for the their kind right. of loan to go through, mm-hmm. so to speak. So that kind of went south, but it didn't discourage me. Okay, I kept pushing forward. Uh, worked out a deal. I really, uh, at that point, I realized I couldn't afford rent on the on the space mm-hmm. so i went old school and went and started looking at rec centers started talking to i, I first went down to newton rec center and mm-hmm. had a great spot Be- a beautiful facility at newton rec center went in they given me an un, uh, the uh, lower level um uh space down there big space um and but the uh uh it was right at the end of COVID and right in the transition of COVID. And COVID, uh, the city had decided to shut the rec centers and all everything down in that little second wave. And I think this was in September of 2021. And two days before we opened, the city shut us down. And I thought, okay, oh, wow. another obstacle. Yeah. But that did not stop me. All this right. is a great story. Well, I went, and I was, at that time, uh, we do, in our art, we do a, uh, 
uh, what's called Tanishigiri. And Tanishigiri is taking real live samurai swords and we roll up bamboo targets and we put them on these stands and we test cut with these with the swords and make sure our cuts are correct because there's a lot of factors going that and I could do a whole podcast on that alone, but we won't go there. But I was making these cutting stands for people and I sell them across the country. You know, I market them in, on Facebook and online and stuff. This guy in Phoenix, Arizona bought two and he sunk a good deal of money into these two cutting stands i couldn't understand why and somehow that was right when i was doing the advertising and that was a whole nother challenge uh on facebook for that original thing at newton well he inadvertently got one of my uh messages with the ad on there and she, he calls me and he says dude i can help you with this i said why he goes i just like to help people i said well Okay, what do you got in mind? He started telling me a couple little things to do here and there. I thought, okay, that's cool. What do you want out of it? He goes, nothing. I said, no, you're kidding. No, I don't want anything. I've got 400 students in my school out here. Uh, I'd like to bring you out and show you the day-to-day operations, how we did it. And we did that during COVID. And I go, wow, okay. So fly out to Phoenix. He winds and dines me for a weekend. We do a seminar out there and, uh, and shows me all this stuff, tells me some more stuff to start doing. I start implementing that in my advertising, and it worked. Now, this guy, he's a, he, he's a brilliant businessman. Uh, got an MBA from Stanford, uh, just genius in business. And he started showing me things. So he started giving me tools and skills to overcome some of the obstacles that I was getting started up. Yeah. So when then I decided, okay, I I didn't, couldn't do Newton. I went to uh, uh, Hickory Break Center at Parks and Recreation, trying to work out something with them, got to a point where I had to have a facility because I had 60 people ready to come in on the March 19th, 2022, and I didn't have a facility, and lo and behold, I go and talk to Foothills Gymnastics, and Sean there hooked me up, gave me a back room back there, and we started, and then... They're on 29th Avenue, is that Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I taught there years and years ago with mm-hmm. Dave, when David Class had first owned it, and the first original owner, and it worked out really good, but there in the back room, it was an after-school program, going on there was a dance studio back there a lot of chaos a lot of people coming in and out going and i couldn't pay attention i couldn't ask a three-year-old to so i'm going okay something's got to give and i called jeff one day and i said jeff something i don't know what i'm gonna do i don't know what i'm gonna do another obstacle well then jeff being the brilliant businessman that he yes he is, is he tells me that okay oh. yeah <laughs> well being the brilliant businessman that he is, he started throwing out stuff at me, you know, and I'm, I'm going, okay, wow, okay, well, I'm taking notes and I'm, I'm doing this stuff. And then he said, and I tell him, I said, I'm, I've got students ready to quit because of the chaos. I need to find a place cheap enough that I can afford that can give me the peace and the mm-hmm. tranquility and in in, that we need to train. And Jeff said, you need to check out the Hickory Hub. I said, what? 
I didn't even know anything about it. First, I told you to go to Gary's office because he's never there, and you could use no, that, that space for right. free. But <laughs> yeah, you're running around out. doing something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I never could get hold of Gary. He's never there. Yeah, you never will. Response. You never will. <laughs> so uh, I go over to the hub, and uh, the lady shows me downstairs, and I fall in love. I'm going, wow, this is super. Mm-hmm. So then we were still in, I had bought, uh, when we first started at uh, Foothills, I bought a couple of little portable mats, fold-up mats, to get started with because we need mats mm-hmm. to fall on because right. we do a lot of throws and a lot of takedowns, and, you know, it's just for safety more than anything. And plus, I'm old, and I don't want to get hurt anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> but... Um, we uh, uh, I bought a couple of little mats to get started with, and they were working okay, but we were growing, and I needed more mats. And my daughter sent me a link one day. Uh, she's a realtor here in Hickory, and she was seeing something on Facebook or in an email or something about a micro-business uh grant that the city does. And she sent me the link, and I thought, I looked at it, and I thought, ah. I don't know. So I called Karen Dickerson and talked to her, and she said, listen, if you go through the loops and you do all the stuff that's necessary, it is worth the effort. Mm-hmm. So I thought, oh, what the heck? Okay, I'll do it. So I put the application in. Lo and behold, I'm up there. I do my pitch. Lo and behold, bam, poof, it does. It, they, the city gave me $4,000. Fantastic. And, I, and mats, I don't know, you guys probably don't know how how martial arts guys are about mats, but baby, I am mat happy right now. <laughs> okay? I've got more mats than I know what to do with. I was able to secure some really good puzzle mats that we use at our demonstration at our Oktoberfest. And by the way, we have a big one this year. Uh, but... Uh, I've, I got those, and I got the mats that we have in our dojo on the floor now, which are carpet ma- carpet bonded uh, that works well with Velcro. So the city was in, uh, instrumental in getting us started. If it wasn't for that grant, I don't know. I don't think I, I'd be where I'm at right now, honestly. Well, and, and and you know, Gary and I have folks that come to us looking for grants, and you know, and, and there aren't that many grants out there right. for 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 profit businesses, and there are more grants out there for nonprofit organizations, and and. Uh, you know, kudos to the city of Hickory for having a program that uh, is in place to help smaller startup mm-hmm. businesses. Uh, you know, and, you know, yeah. to some to some business to to a, to a mid-sized business, four thousand dollars might not be that meaningful, but to a small business, it can have oh, a big impact. It was a life or death for us. I mean, it gave it gave us <clears throat> it gave us the tools, and I was able to buy not only mats, but I got I was able to buy some obstacles course stuff too which we are increasing and buying more stuff now uh but we were able to get some stuff that makes the the program a lot of fun and with kids that's what it's all about if they're not having fun gotta catch their interest yeah you know if they're not having fun they're not going to do it absolutely so uh after that now well this it's we've been at the hub exactly one year yesterday uh Yesterday marks our first opening full time. We've been there, and that was a great thing about the hub. 
and I have these uh, these opportunities available for other instructors if they're in need, uh, somebody that's wanting to start up a class or try to get a, a school started. It's a great opportunity. They can come in and rent like I did to begin with and pay a very low, like four or five hundred dollars a month as opposed to four or five thousand a month. Yeah. It's a great opportunity. I'm still able to do that. But what we've worked out with the hub now, I run the entire underground. Okay, I'm basically the landlord. All right, but we have full run of it now we can come in all the time so we have we've expanded from six doing six classes a week tuesday thursdays and and just recently saturdays it was just tuesday and thursday running from six classes a week we're now running 26 classes oh that's amazing it's fantastic yeah monday through thursday and saturdays i'm trying to keep friday and sunday I need a day off. You need some Pete time. Well, a little bit. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. So. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Well, so, so now I'm not an expert in the martial arts, I know Gary, you think I am, but I'm not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I, those are just sort of uh, Asian mind games I'd like to play with you. But um, <laughs> you know, I assume Pete that there are competitors out there that do that also do classes, and I guess one of the challenges that any business has is, you know, how are you going to make yourself stand out from your competitors? So what are, what are the things that you do at the Samurai Institute that give you some uh, uniqueness over your, your competition? Well, that is a great qu- question, Jeff, I'm, and I'm so glad you asked that. First off, I, I have a unique, well, about 20 years ago, I, I had a paradigm shift. And I turned 180 degrees, and I started looking at things a whole nother way. Now, most of the martial arts instructors around this area look at me as their competition. I don't look at them as my competition. I look at us as in the same industry, doing the same thing, trying to do the same thing with the community, and creating, touching lives, and changing lives. Our competition is gymnastics, football, soccer, dance, cheerleading, every other kid activity on the planet is what we're really competing against mm-hmm. from a martial arts industry perspective. That's a great way to look at it. Okay. It's not just this little right. thing. It's so, what's and, available. And here's the thing. Through the chamber, I, you know, I joined the chamber about a year ago now. And, through the, and since being in the chamber, I have learned so much, for one, and being involved with the Small Business Center as well as the Small Business Technology Center as well. Uh, development center. I always get that wrong, but uh, but you guys have taught me a lot. And what I've learned is that you, if we, if all the martial arts instructors would come together and work together, we could create a better better programs to touch more lives in the community. And that's what it's all about. Um, as far as setting myself apart, I have that. Uh, our program is not like any other martial arts. That, and, and when you when you say martial arts, people already have a preconceived notion and, and, and perception of what that term means. They think Cobra Kai. 
automatically. Everybody, oh, Cobra Kai. You know, and that's okay, but that's not real. My, our martial arts, we don't teach punching, we don't teach kicking, and we definitely don't fight. We don't spar. We don't get on the ground and grapple. We don't do any of that. We defend. We stand our ground. We defend ourselves in a way that no one gets hurt. And that alone sets us apart from every other martial art in the area. And what I like to say, and I don't know, this might be a bad word, but I'm not mainstream martial arts. I am different. We are specific. We are unique. And because you cannot get what we teach anywhere else around this area, we are that unique. And that sounds great. I understand. How do you market yourself so people know that you're different? Well, or is it word of mouth? It, it, a lot of it is word of mouth, but and and through some of the media and and, and uh, social uh, media networking that we've been doing, um, it has it. it People are just knowing that's we're, what you we're, are. We're making that stamp. We're making that brand in the community. But recently, I just joined with Jackson Creative here, and uh, they are doing my Facebook ads, and that and that alone is the one turning point. In the last month, we have we brought in like I think it's been twelve new students. We signed six of them uh, to permanent memberships. Four are on uh, um, trial memberships, and the other two are kind of on the fence right now. So we're we're doing a, right now a conversion rate of about seventy to eighty uh, percent. We're doing a uh, uh, appointments uh, from the appointment set to coming in at about ninety eight percent. Once they get in there, they see the difference, and that's what we we market it as. Come and see. Come and see the difference because there is a big difference. Uh, like I said, it's not mainstream karate, you know, martial arts stuff. So, you know, so from, from a marketing perspective, you mentioned Facebook ads mm-hmm. you know, and, and social media. Uh, you talked some about word of mouth, which I guess helps through your association with the Chamber of Commerce right, and, and right, whatnot. Yeah. And, and I... You know, sounds like you also go out and do demonstrations and things. You know, you're 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 part. You're trying to be part of the community. Well, we are, and we're a big part of the community, and that's the community is starting to recognize us as that. Uh, the other thing that we do, and we just started, is a referral program. Uh, we have the kids bring a friend in because it's always fun to train with a friend. Uh, they they bring up and we we do giveaways. We do raffle. You know, right now we're doing a raffle to give away an Oculus Meta Two, uh, one of those virtual video game deals. Uh, kid, the kids bring a friend in. They get a ticket a ticket in the bucket. All right, that that friend signs up. They get three more tickets in the bucket, and the friend gets a ticket in the bucket, and then it starts over. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're doing that for a month, and we're going to give that away next month. Uh, we do different little things like that through the year, but the social media is the way to go. And video, anybody that's wanting to market their business, video it has it, video is the best way to do it because people want to look at it. They want to see it. So you're putting that out there on Facebook and Absolutely. other places? Yeah. Uh, uh, Jackson 
uh, Jackson Creative here, they, they've launched some super cool ads for us. Uh, doing some video, doing some, some of the kids doing stuff in the class. They came down and done a real segment. So that is the big, a big part of our marketing. Actually, 90% of our marketing is that. Okay. That's fantastic. And then you came from a chamber event today? Yeah. Yeah. We were set up at a chamber event the first Friday morning brew. A uh, big event. Love them. Uh, the chamber's done so much for me. Uh, got my little assistant over here. She was with me that, uh, out there and uh, uh, did an awesome job walking up to people. I'm so proud of her. Hey, how are you? My name's Emily, you know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she just uh, super. And Emily has been with me for since the beginning. Since the beginning. Hey, what's up? <laughs> we take a picture. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, so that all sounds pretty good. What, so as far as other advice and, uh, um, for small business owners and folks that are starting a small business, uh, what other advice, uh, what have you learned and what would you share with them? Uh, well, planning, planning is the biggest thing. You cannot, I learned, because I've been doing this for a long time, I've, been, I've had more than a dozen dojos over, uh, all over the area over the years, and the biggest thing that I didn't do then that I've done this time was plan. Make a plan and work the plan. If you don't work that plan, it will fall apart. Uh, another thing that I see a lot of businesses do, especially in our in our industry in the martial arts, they have that field of dreams mentality. Okay, they come, they get the nice building, they put all the money into the equipment, they set it all up, it's beautiful. They open the doors and they hope they come, and they never show up. I had that field of dreams mentality. I've done that so many times. You open the doors and you're sitting there and wow, okay. Twilling your thumbs and you're waiting. Okay, nobody's here yet. Two minutes to class time, nobody's here. Ten minutes later, nobody's still there and you wind up failing. So you have to have a plan, work the plan, and don't wish they would show up. Make them show up. Have something that they want and make it, market it that way that they want it. And then you adapt to what yeah. you see, yeah. and just because you set your plan, you also look at what you need to do to adjust based on exactly. Different- you know, uh, uh, um, Ron Elmore told me he said, you know, you you look at things and, and you see one thing working where you hit the gas on that, and you see something else that's not working where you back off on that a little bit, and you keep adjusting those mm-hmm. things all the time, constantly, and you mm-hmm. look at them every month. In the beginning, I was looking at them every week. I mean, I was looking at, at my my stats every week. What's who's coming in? Who's converting? And they were terrible. They were absolutely terrible. And I came. We came to the hub a year ago with four students from I don't know what was twenty some started out with us, and we lost that many in just a month, month and a half that we were at the foothills, mainly because of the chaos. I felt mm-hmm. we got there. And in the summer, doubled our enrollment almost immediately, and then doubled it again. 
Well, you know, when you start with four, it's easier to double it. Yeah, that, that's true. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, start with one, you can double it real yeah, quick with yeah. two, you know. That's all, but uh, now now we're up to about 26 uh, students, and, and we have a map full every class. So we had to switch. Uh, uh, split the classes up now. They're all age specific now, uh, so we don't have the six-year-olds in there with the twenty-year-olds trying to throw them and stuff. So, uh, and we got full classes all the time now. I'm super excited. Oh, that's great. Well, well, we really appreciate uh, you joining us today. If people want to find out more about the Samurai Institute, where should they be looking? Uh, they should go to our website, MartialArtsHickory.com martialartshistory.com and Jeff and, and Gary I really appreciate y'all having me here I love this it was really really a this fun was a time. lot of fun yeah. learned a lot yeah well we're, we're not done with you yet Pete uh, there you oh, go do, uh, do I get to throw somebody <laughs> <laughs> Jeff well, said he's the host well you know our, our producer Bill will be here <laughs> soon but anyway uh, uh, no we're gonna we want you to play our lightning round you up for that oh yeah sure okay. yeah, right. let's well, go. We, have, we have a new sponsor for the lightning round this month it's uh, uh, sponsored by Prestige Worldwide, which is a global entertainment conglomerate and sponsor of the Catalina Wine Mixer. Entertainment, management, research, development, security. It's all there with Prestige Worldwide. You should check them out on the internet. So we've got some quick questions for you, uh, uh, Pete, and quick answers. Don't overthink it. Okay. Okay. Right. First question, uh, what is your biggest pet peeve? Time the belt wrong. Tying the belt wrong? Yeah, I cannot stand for a black belt to tie their belt wrong. Okay. By the time you get the black belt, you should know how to tie your belt. All right. All right. That's your biggest pet that peeve. That is my biggest pet peeve. I've got a black belt, but I don't have to tie it. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Threw you off with that. All right. So, uh, you know, a little, little more global. You know, what, uh, Beatles or Rolling Stones for you? Absolutely Rolling Stones. Okay. I'll go Rolling Stones. You need a beat. Yeah. All right. What, what toppings do you put on your pizza? Pepperoni and sausage. Where do you stand on pineapple? Oh, no. Oh, not, <laughs> not on pizza. Good answer. All right. You, you were in security for a, for a period of your life. What's, yeah. the biggest of secu- what's the biggest event you ever worked security at? Uh, well, who? Um, I've seen every music act on the planet. Up until about 15 years ago, the new ones I don't know too much. But yeah, the music uh, sort of stopped at that point. But actually, the biggest event I worked a Panthers game one time, and the Panthers Stadium is huge. Mm-hmm. I didn't like I did not like walking around that much. Okay, but well, you weren't the only person working security. We right, assume right. at that place, you know, yeah. you know, you get a call for a fight uh, on the other side of the stadium. It takes you a hot minute to get there. Yeah, you know, and and that's running. <laughs> so, and I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, last question for you: if you if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Wow, I have so many. Uh, uh, one superpower: invisibility. Invisibility. Yeah. All right. You'd be I a you'd be, be a sneaky guy. Yeah, I like to be able to sneak in, look at things, watch them, and then leave. Okay. Not yeah. they never know I'm there. All right. Well, very good. True well, ninja. 
True Ninja. All right. Well, we really appreciate you joining us today. If you go to www.martialartshickory.com, yep. that's where you'll find out more about the Samurai Institute. And you also mentioned the Hickory Hub. Right. You know, you, if you Google Hickory Hub, you'll, you'll see what they've got going on in their space, and yep. you'll find Pete in the basement. And if they go to the website and uh, uh, fill out the information box, they can get two free weeks of training for nothing. Come in, try it out, and see the feel the difference. Well, we appreciate a business that is always selling, and you uh, and you're you doing go. it. Yeah. So, I like Pete in the basement. You just Pete in the basement. I sort of like the the, the field of dreams mentality. I'm well, gonna, I'm really we're like going to use that one again. So yeah, we, well, we like that I've, one. I've seen a lot happen. Uh, over the year, and and unfortunately, there's been since in the year that I've been at the hub, there's been probably two or three school martial arts schools that have closed here in Hickory. Just I think I attribute it to that field of dreams. No, I think it's not just martial arts. I think a lot of people so. sort of make well, that it, mistake. Yeah, yeah. So. I use the planning, place. planning, planning, and one more thing: planning. Okay, well, understanding. All right, well, at the end of our podcast, we always like to do uh, a shout-out to some small businesses that we've come across. Pete, is there a, a small business that you want to give a shout-out to? Yes, there is a lovely young lady in Hickory that uh, she does uh, Tai Chi. And uh, Tai Chi is another Chinese martial art that has a lot of health benefits and a lot of flexibility movements and it's really just really good for you and people can do it all the way into their senior years i mean it's even us we, gary yeah, and i could us, do it guys, okay. we can do that yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, uh diane diane christensen she's a uh, she teaches all over the county uh look her up her uh, her business is energy arts and you can find them on Facebook, Energy Arts. Okay. And I'm not sure of her website, but if you find her on Facebook, you can, I'm sure she's got a website. Right. So yeah. a little complimentary uh, to yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And we're going to have Diane come in and do some women's self-defense classes for us. Uh, like some That's free a great seminars. idea. You know, yeah. just some free things for the community to give back a little bit. That'd be good for us. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So, okay. Absolutely. All right. Gary, uh, you have a small business that you want to give a shout-out to. I do, but I wanted to also spotlight our students coming out of our Everyday Entrepreneurship Venture Fund program that you started, and Suzanne has uh, carried it on. We had five students that got loans, this not loans, money this year. They're not loans. I don't have to give it back. And in the three to $5,000 range, just like we were talking about earlier, and I think it's going to help tear down some of those barriers for them and oh, go to the next level. So shout out to you and these students and Suzanne okay. for all awesome. the work in that. Awesome. And has anybody heard of Carp Crustum Bakery in Newton? Carp, Carp Creation or Carp, Carp, Crustum, Carp Crustum Bakery? No, I haven't heard no. of it. I hadn't either, but we had some uh, companies in our corporate development center for a seminar and for lunch they had really nice lunches, and then they had carp crustum bakery uh, items. And, of course, I love anything sweet. So I tried it, and I was uh, really impressed. It's in downtown Newton on the square, wow. and please go try it. I didn't – not just saying it because I heard it. I tasted it. It was good stuff. I'll be there this afternoon. I'll there you go. Eating. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good one. Right. Small business I'm going to give a shout-out to is uh, – 
you know, we're getting into the summertime and, and, you know, some of us might be going to the beach, you know, but some of us burn very, very easily. I'm one of those people, you know, I, you know, I can't take too much sun. A company called Shibumi, don't know if you've heard of them before, but they invented something called the Shibumi Shade, which uh, was invented by three fellows, Dane Barnes, his brother Scott, and their best friend Alex Slater. And uh, it's a North Carolina company. These fellows actually went to school at the University of North Carolina. And uh, they've been in business since 2016. And these are basically umbrellas that uh, sort of blow in the wind. They're, they sort of, they're like two stands, and they sort of the sea breeze holds them up. So uh, they came up with a prototype. It's got five-foot sections of PVC pipe, and anchored, which anchor a hand-sewn fabric. And uh, they got to a point where it turned into a full-time business. So if you look them up under shabumishade.com, you can learn more about their business. But uh, uh, pretty cool. And you'll probably see a lot of them out on the beach this year. They seem to be doing very, very well. Sounds great. So check them out at Shabumi Shade. Let me say one more thing about carp crustum. It means in Spanish, seize the pastry. Seize the pastry. Okay. And it is, do you know where Carolina Vines was? Yeah. In downtown yeah. Newton? Yeah. That's where they took that okay. spot. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, if uh, any of our listeners, if you've got an idea for the uh, small business of the month, you can email them to us at eexchange at themesh.tv. And if we uh, use your idea, you'll get a entrepreneur exchange uh, prize pack you know we might even get you like uh, a free lesson at the the samurai institute you never know so free month month. all right all right so bring them in uh we want to thank uh pete napier for joining us and uh wish for having me wish wish uh you continued uh, good work with the samurai institute uh as always we want to give a big thanks to our our friends at the mesh if you go to TheMesh.tv, you will see all the podcasts that The Mesh is uh, producing, and they've got a great network of things out there from from business to comedy to health-related podcasts, a little bit of everything. So you should be checking out all the shows at TheMesh.tv. And uh, Gary, as always, thank you. And we'll look forward to getting together uh, again uh, in a month or so. Absolutely. All right. Love it. Take care. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.